You're listening to The Reality Show, hosted by Dan Rutstein, president of immersive tech company Laduna. Each episode delves deep into the power and potential of immersive technology in business, entertainment, or sport, now and in the future. Okay, so welcome back to the reality show, and we have a guest here who really is working across all of the reality space. We have Cynthia Feemster. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, and I know Cynthia in sort of two roles. One of them is as the LA chapter president of the VRAR Association, uh, but also she happens to work for Viacom, who I'm sure everybody has heard of. Um, but let's start with the, the VRAR Association. So obviously it stands for Virtual Reality and Augmented Reality. Yes. Tell me what it does and how you got involved in it. Yeah, so, um, you know, we I got involved in it because we decided, as Viacom, we decided to um, join the association because we really were looking for a lot of different aspects that they offered, like the research papers. Um, we wanted the membership connections. There's over 4,300 uh, companies that are on board. There's um, tons of directory assets that we wanted to utilize. So that's how I kind of learned about the association as they reached out to us. Um, and then once I started kind of digging in, I realized the value of the association, what kind of how unique it was, that it really was a nice place for companies and individuals to connect in a certain way. So whether it's through a Slack channel or through um, different committees, it was kind of this unique association that I hadn't seen in different ways. So it's kind of like a gym membership. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's companies who are in this space both on the supply side and obviously the demand side as well as individuals and I guess all the sort of the groups around that so recruiters and services to the industry and so on. Right and universities as well which is really nice Um, you know to see kind of the universities really get involved as well to get kind of their uh, their students involved from the start and so there's a lot of students that are involved and a lot of universities that are realizing the need for it as well great education let's take a a quick pause on the vra stuff i want to come back to it but let's start the beginning of your journey okay so how do you find yourself in this wonderful industry that we're all in (laughs) well i think you know it's definitely kind of evolved my role within viacom has evolved and it really started with that um i've always been in the digital marketing space. I was in the digital marketing space at Sony and then through uh, Wasserman Media Group um, doing kind of sports marketing. And then I found myself here doing digital marketing um, and doing kind of working on a website. And then I slowly went into the integrated marketing world within Viacom. And we realized that there was the need. Um, we, I've, we've always been in the space within, our, within my department at Viacom We've always been in the space of creating advertising opportunities for our advertisers that are a little bit outside the box, outside the 30-second ad, outside the standard digital display ad. So give me some examples of that. So um, we used to start with the overlay interactive ad, uh, the the nice pop-ups that adds an interactive ad, um, something where you could, you know, the pause ads. We always did something that was a little bit different, added yeah. a little bit of value. In our Nickelodeon space, we would have a lot of games, yeah. um, and users can play games, uh, interact with the brands that way. So instead of 
giving those, you know, giving those advertisers kind of the standard media, we would do something a little bit different that was tailored to our audience that would increase a user engagement. So we'd, yeah. we'd see a huge increase in user engagement. Now, obviously, everyone's heard of Viacom, um, okay. whether they realize how they've heard of them or not. Okay. In terms of the properties yes. that actually you're operating, I'm not right. sure everyone will, will know. And I, I think when I first talked to you about this, I don't think I realized all the different properties of Viacom. So in terms of the sort of the, the networks and the shows that you're working with and doing these ads for, can you give some examples sure. for those who, haven't, who don't quite connect the dots? Sure. So currently, we actually have just merged. So it actually is Viacom CBS at this point. Yeah. Um, but when I talk about my work with Viacom, I really am talking about everything from MTV, VH1, BET, the music brands, um, as well as Logo, which is a nice uh, brand. Then you have uh, Comedy Central, and what used to be Spike TV, but now is Paramount Network. Yeah. Um, and then you have Paramount Studios, which is the movie studios. And then you also have the Nickelodeon brands, the kids yeah. brands. So it kind of has a wide range um, from there. So yeah. in terms of sort of bringing together potential technologies with potential assets and collateral, you've got very, very different portfolio to work with and lots of opportunities. Right. We have a lot of, we have about three different audience bases that I would say, um, yeah. and then they kind of change from here and there, but we have a really young audience base, a little bit of an older base with TV Land and Paramount Network, and then a young kids base with Nickelodeon and then Nick Jr. Yeah. Now, obviously, when you work for a big company, you wouldn't be allowed to answer the question, which is your favorite activation right. you've no. done. <laughs> I, know, I know the rules, yeah. but you, could you give a couple of examples of of you know what we would understand as immersive technology when you've used sure. that in these solutions. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, for us, we're always trying again, like as I said, trying to do something different, something exciting. Um, you know, I do love kind of the the fun and innocence of a Nickelodeon. Um, we created an app called Screens Up that was uh, the first TV activated AR um, app where you point it to your TV and you can interact with it as the event was going on. So we launched with Kids' Choice Sports Awards yeah. and you could play basketball against Chris Paul and wow. you're you're going against Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, so that was a really fun activation. And then we are still um, using that app to do different activations for different events that we're having or different TV show events. So. Um, Loud House will have a marathon and we'll be able to do special stickers or an advertiser like McDonald's will come on and we'll do some custom stickers for them as well yeah. um, or games or, you know, and kind of do these unique opportunities for them. So it's been a nice, that's been, you know, not one of my favorites, but yes, one of my favorites just because we can do so many things with it because we created this entity that now can adapt and do different things. Now, obviously, immersive technology... Uh, obviously, it can mean lots of different things, but right. sometimes in big companies, it can be quite hard to sort of navigate, and sometimes they're risk averse. In terms of playing the game around Viacom and suggesting new ideas for, and new technologies, and, and bringing these things into into you know a very large mainstream company, what's the appetite like for these discussions of innovation? I think it, it's it's really great, but I think there also it needs to it needs to make sense. So. Yeah. Um, you know, you could do something really grand or really, you know, huge, but if it doesn't make sense for our brand, it's not it's not going to make sense for our advertiser. Yeah. Um, so we have to be really, you know, cautious about what we offer and really, you know, sensitive as well as thoughtful as to make make sure it makes sense for it. Yeah. So um, so there there's an there's so much appetite for innovation, especially at you know Viacom CBS. There is 
there are probably about four or five different departments that are all kind of thinking the same way that we're thinking and yeah. that, that are doing emerging technologies, creating new things, you know, so. Um, but you need a robust case and data that backs it up and all that good yes. stuff. Yes, and so for our, our department, we are solely focused on the advertiser lens. So we are the only company within uh, Viacom that kind of thinks about it from an advertiser perspective. Yeah. So that's, that's they, our role. And they definitely want to come back and check they got their money's worth. Yes. So, 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 <laughs> and look, you yeah. know, we've had this conversation yeah. on, this, on, the, on the podcast before about... Um, innovating for the sake of innovating and just because you can do something cool right. should you do something cool unless it actually works right. and obviously when you're working with advertisers backing this that really is the test just because something's cool and funky doesn't mean you should definitely use it unless it's actually solving the problem or creating the engagement that they need right it's true and I think that you know advertisers and even our brands need to feel familiar with it need to feel comfortable with it um, when it's new technology they want to make sure it's not a gimmick and it makes sense you know it, it's not it has to be a seamless you know activation so we'll we'll continue to talk to our brands about it um, for example we had a music festival in snow globe music festival and I've been you know, slowly introducing everyone to VR and what it looks like. And so we launched with a VR snowboard game within the VIP tent mm. this year. And then with hopes to make something really custom for advertisers later yeah. on. But you got to get everyone used to it and feeling comfortable with it. And obviously you're, you're, you're selling internally to, to you know, colleagues and senior management, the immersive tech, and obviously you're selling it to, to brands and to advertisers and the shows. How is their knowledge of this space? Are you bringing things that they've never seen or ever heard of before sometimes? Or actually are they quite often quite savvy about what's out there? I think it depends. You know, especially when you're in a big company like this, it's touching so many hands from sales and marketing to a media agency to a client. I think, you know, our, our job is to describe it so that, to, you know, with the assumption that people don't know what it is. Um, but also not making it, people feel like we're talking down to them as well. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's our job to show lots of examples, do demos, to bring the technology to them if possible. Um, and, it, you know, a lot, of, a lot of these people do know, are aware, you know, at certain levels, but some aren't, and that's okay. You know, yeah. some are kind of embarrassed that they never had put a headset on, and you have to kind of dig and say, well, yeah. have you? Have you? And they're like, well, no, I haven't. You know? <laughs> Just that, because yeah. uh, we talk a lot also about, uh, you know, VR versus AR. Um, in terms of the space you're in, is is the AR and certainly non-headset stuff more the direction you're finding yourself going in? Or? Well, we're, I mean, we're going every direction that makes sense. So, you know, one thing I didn't mention about our product, we talked a lot about our, our networks, but I didn't talk about um, some certain things that we were acquired, like we, we just acquired as a, a Snow Globe Music Festival, VidCon. We've created Clusterfest, which is a Comedy Central brand. That's a lot of festivals. And mm. so for that, virtual reality can make sense. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times, augmented reality makes more sense for our at-home users. So yeah. it really, it just depends on the audience, the location, the brand, um, the show. It, 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 we're not leaning towards anything, you know, necessarily. We're not leaning towards any kind of new technology or photo booth or whatever. It, we're leaning, we're looking at everything. Yeah. We're looking at every single thing that is new and exciting and different. And that, because of the role that you're in, that gives you a great perspective on the industry more broadly because it's right. your job to know what's going on and what works and what doesn't and right. who it works for, which is probably why you're the perfect person to be president of the VRA well, ARA Association. <laughs> um, and I was at CES, uh, where are we, a couple of months ago, um, which is always a, an exciting 
and slightly scary and right. tiring and difficult trade show to go to, but lots of people go to it. And it was very AR versus VR. There was lots of wearables. They're not quite there yet, but right. getting closer to you know glasses that can do some of the things people want. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? How do you stay on top of all the different technologies? Are people coming to you, or are you going out there and finding things out? I'm definitely going more going out. I think yeah. that's that is you know one of the great things about being in this role too in the association is that I get to meet more people and kind of, kind of go out and see more panels and get introduced that way as well but um, I'm really just I'm constantly looking at articles I'm constantly kind of trying to find people through LinkedIn or people that maybe are starting something that I haven't heard of yet um, word of mouth as well um, but I'm also just you know if I experience something I was at Staples Center a few weeks ago and I found a really cool experience I was like where is that where can I find it you know it was very it was actually very similar to the AR mirror where it was it was a AR experience where you could pick out the clippers uh, you're, you're playing with the clippers uh, you pick out the clippers players you like oh yes and then you know you're then you're interacting with them or then you're a bobblehead you know yeah. so that was that was a cool experience oh, you right. know so you're always I'm always looking and finding things like that you know trying yeah. to find people you know so wherever you are you're trying to find those experiences so this is a question I ask which gets mixed results in terms of um, and I find it fascinating is so in your real life yeah. Uh, where are you with tech? You know, are you going home every night and putting a VR headset and doing experiences, or is it a, is it a work only thing for you? What's your what's your tech life in yeah. the background? And I know I know you got kids, so yeah, I don't know yeah. how that so plays it's, out it's as well. More of, yeah, it's more of like what my kids are into. But yeah. uh, you know, we have you know we do have a PlayStation at home. We have an Oculus, or we have a PlayStation uh, VR set at home. We have an Oculus. Uh, VR set. Uh, we have a we have a gear. We have uh, you know we have three VR sets at home. Uh, we have a lot of different devices where we do AR stuff. But really, typically, it's mostly uh, speaking with Alexa, um, having her you know put things on my shopping list. Um, and I'm trying. And then my kids do play AR games as well. Or kind of do AR our, our Nickelodeon AR experiences. Yeah. Um, do you make them? occasionally? Huh? No, yeah. do I make them. <laughs> Increase, out, increase yes. user engagement in the valley. <laughs> There's a great McDonald's experience you need to check out. <laughs> um, no, but they, I, I mean, as far as gaming, I don't do it as much as home. I will do it a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm just it's it's more for me. My use at home is is how it's going to get me through the day and my productivity. Yeah. So you know, it's it's really kind of using that voice enabled. Your background isn't your. You're not from a technical background or are you no I, no I I'm not a tech person but yeah. I've always worked within the tech and yeah. kind of the tech field of kind of understanding that from a marketing perspective but I but I am not a technical person no yeah so I always have you know my job has been to understand it but not to not to do it because program um, it. in a, a slight segue here you did improv I did. Yes, in yes. Your, in your past, which I find fascinating. I did, yeah. uh, nothing, of course, to yeah. do with immersive technology, but but still yeah. very interesting in terms of engaging audiences. Yeah. So, so just tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah. I mean, when I, um, you know, I always acted, you know, when I was growing up, and then went to college, and I think I told you, um, I went to, I, I studied abroad in London, and I, I was thought I really wanted to be a serious actor, 
and they told me, no, you cannot be a serious actor. Because every single time I would do something like Shakespeare, or, you know, and crying, everyone would laugh at me and I would yeah. get very upset. So then I just decided to embrace that. And I moved to Chicago after school and I went studying in Second City and then moved out here and did a lot of comedy and improv comedy Fantastic. out here as well. It's a good um, pivot. It was a great, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rather than being despondent about it, yeah, you just embraced yeah. it. And exactly, moved in that yeah. So we just moved, yeah. We, I just, I focused focused on I said okay I guess I'll do the comedy stuff and so I've done that for years and did a lot of writing um, and I still and I loved it you know that's why I love working for Comedy Central as well because I still feel like at times I can have my hand in comedy and yeah. you can still write some th- fun experiences and it, it always is nice to have a little comedy within although you don't see it in VR and AR a lot you just see a lot of the horror experiences or yeah. you know it is nice to have a little bit of a comedy twist to it so that's always my goal to kind of infuse to still hold on to my 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 past <laughs> very good very good um, so now, now back to the back to the association yeah um so i'm i'm excited because uh i'm gonna i'm joining your board yes uh, we are very excited which is, to have which you. is great and I, I i've always been members of boards and varying roles that i've had in the past but i'm quite excited to be on a role you know, on, on this board, and also obviously working with a comedian such as yourself, it should be a, should be a lot of fun. Failed um, comedian. So failed. What, what, what are you what are you hoping to achieve uh, through the? Obviously, uh, you know, like all these boards, everyone does these boards, and there's an altruistic element, but there's also right. a practical reality, which is if it's your job to know what's going on in the industry, what better way to to know what's going on than by leading an industry association? But in terms of, of the sort of actual objectives of the VRAR Association, particularly in a town city like LA where there is so much going on. What are you what are you hoping to achieve? Yeah, I you know, I'm I'm hoping because LA is so big and it's so broad, um, and it is an effort to go to events or an effort to kind of attend networking events. I'm hoping that somehow we can make this big city seem a little bit smaller within an industry yeah. where, where we can give people a little bit of a space and a network and a, and a safe space to work out ideas, to have, you know, network, to be able to market their, um, their new projects, to, you know, to use the publications and research to their advantage, to be one of the forefronts of, you know, the committees to really kind of establish guidelines and best practices within the industry. Um, And that's, you know, one of the great things that the association does, but I really am hoping that, I mean, again, the LA chapter, there's so many immersive technical companies in LA, and I feel like we can really, there's such a broad range of everything we're doing that the members really can offer a lot. So I'm excited to see what we can do within LA and get it. So we at Laduma have recently joined the association and I know that there's all sorts of very 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 practical benefits in terms of discounts on events and products and services and so on so there's sort of you know the I imagine membership almost pays for itself in the in in the practical sense but also you get access to this broader network because obviously that this is the LA chapter of a much bigger organization with huge events happening I was looking at some of the events that go on all over the world right there's a there's a really really broad opportunities yeah they're constant you know webinars and educational seminars that that happen as well as i mean there's 70 chapters around the world which is fantastic um and so that's that's really kind of for me 
I, that's another one of my goals is, you know, is kind of establishing relationships with a lot of those chapter presidents, which I have, and being able to have access to them to help out our members. So, you know, if we have a member that has just moved or a member that's trying to get in the, the Chicago industry or go to Europe, it's it makes it a little bit smoother and a little bit easier. Because yeah. um, there's, you know, a, you know, like say like a little family member that's going to, you know, yeah. and an uncle that's going to help you out. Um, we, yeah, our company's got either offices or partnerships in all sorts of different places and we've just taken on some new staff in Melbourne as part of building out an Australian uh, arm to our business and I noticed that there isn't actually there's a chapter in Melbourne but there's no active president so okay. uh, I'm gonna so we can get, get my, that my man involved in that <laughs> please over there, I'll, talk, so. yeah, I'll talk to him about it <laughs> get him convinced yeah I mean it's been fantastic and it is great you know to have that you know community and and to kind of build that community i think the chapters do help that and having that location and there is going to be the first um they have global summits there was one in november in um vancouver and there will be one in um uh lisbon uh in june too so they're they're finally having a europe one as well which is great i'll make sure we have someone from our uk (laughs) office over there i might even go myself yeah you should um very good um so just going back to some of the, the trends in the industry and so okay. on. So obviously, uh, I know you're not allowed to talk about your your favorite activations from right. the Viacom side, <laughs> quite rightly. Um, but you probably can talk about things you've seen elsewhere that have impressed you. And obviously, you talked about this thing you recently saw at the Staples Center. But are there, are there either individual activations or particular technologies that you have seen in your travels out and about, either that some of the potential supply companies for you have done or even some of your rival networks have done that have impressed you particularly? Right. I mean, you know, there's so many. I'm trying to, like, there's so many things. I mean, I, it's, it was two years ago, but I just recently talked to the person that did it. So it's on top of my mind. I think of the Jack Ryan VR experience at Comic-Con where it was a fully immersive, you know, VR experience. And then you look at the VR uh, roller coasters that they're having right now yeah. and even VR and health I mean I think that's you know to me what I'm seeing is it using VR for you know not only entertainment seeing VR for that health, health side of things is, yeah. is fascinating um, think about the way that VR is being used for kids who don't like to get vaccinated or get needles yeah. uh, and to distract them that way um, VR being used for dementia patients. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is very, you know, to me, is just amazing. Um, I'm loving seeing the, the new glasses that are coming out, the mixed reality. I feel like that is going to be the future. Have you tried on some of I've, I've, I've tried on one pair, and I'm yeah. blanking on the name, but I've tried on one pair, which is fantastic. And yeah. yeah. It looked like a pair I would wear. Like, yeah. it, it was it was really cool. And, like, I, you know, it definitely is, I can see it really helping eventually or, you know, just kind of that constant reminder or, you know, so I love that. I love the idea of that. Um, And the entertainment world, I mean, there's so many kind of cool things that people are doing um, to tell their story. I mean, Netflix, I think, has done an amazing job with kind of the interactive, um, you know, like the Black Mirror episode, the interactive episodes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love I love that that feel and the choose your own adventure type of scenario yeah. I think that's but that's a really cool thing it's, it's interesting and you see this a lot in LA and I imagine this is the sort of things our members will talk about yeah. um, is how much the world has changed so in the old days somebody would make a film or a TV show and then think you know how do we market this and you know what posters are we going to put up or are we going to have you know things on the backs of cereal boxes or whatever the sort of the way of advertising was then yeah. but now as people are developing movies and tv shows 
they're also almost simultaneously building out the game that's going to be linked to it because some of the assets are actually the same, particularly right. when so much of it is CGI created. And then some of the marketing campaigns are so closely linked to the content. They're not just a, an add-on to promote the show. They're more part of the show. In the, in the way right. you talked about with your, with your AR app for Nickelodeon, it en enhances the experience. It's not just a, a way of drawing people to the actual show. It's, right. it's, you know, you're making the show more interesting by having these. Exactly. Um, and it's, it's just completely changed how these ideas, that they're, they're, let's say they're not add-ons anymore. They are an inherent right. part of the show development. Exactly. Are you talking to people who just internally who that you know the shows haven't finished being made yet and you're talking about how these activations can work yeah of course yeah we're talking to them about how we can enhance it how we can you know support it um how we can bring those characters to life we're definitely yeah. you know kind of always having those conversations again we're from the advertisers perspective and there are a lot of great things that other departments are doing too with the characters or with like rupaul's drag race where they're doing these cool ar experiences or um you know, um, even voice-activated games that are, you know, on, on Alexa, extended app, you know, which is Nickelodeon extension. So there are other things that we're doing, too. But, yes, we we start from the beginning and we talk about characters. or. And when did that vessels. start? Because presumably when you started, that wasn't necessarily how this was working? Or has it always been that it's way? A, I think it's always been that okay. way. I mean, since, uh, you know, I've been here almost 11 years and okay. we've always kind of had a hand... Um, in kind of talking in the development of the shows and yeah. what shows were being picked up and how we could you know market it and how we could offer it to advertisers yeah. so it's always it's always been that conversation but now we're adding these cool new technologies yeah. to it as well yeah yeah great no, no, I'm, I'm conscious of time so um, one of the questions I always ask is at the end is which technology is coming or what innovation is coming is going to completely change everything or you're most looking forward to, to seeing um, I'll leave it broad for you on yeah. that because obviously um, you know this isn't the future Viacom strategy this is right, your, right. your My, personal I mean, for view. me you know honestly I'm, I'm just excited about the idea of less chords like it just yeah. things that are a little bit easier um, these you know the VR headsets that you know are getting a lot easier the mixed reality headsets the things that aren't as clunky and that's yeah. what I'm I'm seeing this, the new technologies kind of getting there, getting faster. 5G is obviously helping that. Yeah. But, you know, it, like that to me is really the idea of less chords yeah. <laughs> and seamless. Um, it, right now, a lot of, you know, our experience, the experiences I see out there are seem forced or just kind of clunky. And when you can get to a point, I, you know, for the future for me is to get to the point where it's just an additional part of the story and it's not you know three four or five steps to get to that really cool thing yes yeah. no I, I see that we we've done some very cool stuff with AR activated business cards but if you need an app to make it work you've created a barrier that will remove 80% right. of the users exactly uh, if you can yeah. make it natively open in the way that you know when QR codes right. QR codes became native it completely changed how often people use them exactly that sort of stuff makes all the difference reducing barriers right it makes it so much easier yeah. and, and it makes it more fun because you're not stressed out about okay put my email in put this in okay get this headset or wipe, wipe this headset down okay you know sign the waiver it just it, you know you want people to be able to experience it. You want people to be excited and not 
um, have to go through a million different steps. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Very good. Look, Cynthia, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I look forward to serving with you yeah, on the VRAR Association <laughs> Board excited. in LA. And, and uh, good luck with everything at Vicom. Thank you very thank, much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Reality Show. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can also find us on social media at Reality Show Pod. Thank you.